Uh, many of you may be aware of the fact that May is Women's Month at the JNF, at the Jewish National Fund. And Myra Chak Fleischer is National Vice President for Women of Women for Israel. Um, Myra Chak Fleischer is a Zionist in her heart and in her blood. Her great-grandfather joined the movement at the first Zionist Congress in 1897. She has led JNF's San Diego chapter and served on multiple JNF boards, also served the local community in many other ways as well. She's an advocate for women's leadership, national vice president of Women for Israel, member of the Task Force on Disabilities, and chair of the Lotem Committee. We've spoken very often about Lotem here uh, at JMNAM. Member of uh, Makoran of the Sapphire Society and demonstrates professional leadership as partner and founder of an esteemed family law firm. Uh, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to JMNAM Myra Chak Fleischer on this Wednesday morning. Myra, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. I have to correct the record, though. My my great grandfather didn't get to go. He was set to go, but he uh, he couldn't go because my grandmother was about to be born, so he didn't leave. But he was set to go. So <laughs> I have you, to be honest there. How do you like that? I, I assume you've been able to uh, participate in many Zionist and Israeli activities to make up for the fact that he missed that one. <laughs> uh, many, many as as have my grandparents and and my parents and everybody. So yes. We thought it's of all good now. We thought of JNF yesterday when we were in uh, Jerusalem for the uh, Israel Independence Day celebration and I'm sure you're aware that just coming up in a couple of weeks for the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem there'll be a lot of JNF activities in the Holy City. A lot of JNF activities. We're taking several hundred people to Israel. I'll actually be there the week before. I'm coming back from my daughter's uh, college graduation. I had to make a decision, but <laughs> I'll be there the week before, actually, with uh, the Lotem Task Force. We're going to be uh, touring Lotem and doing some meetings about what we are we are going to be doing to help fundraise some more for Lotem. So it's funny that you mentioned Lotem, and, and it is Women's Month, so we are, are doing a lot of things to help fundraise for Lotem. Well, we've gone ahead and described uh, multiple times the incredible work that Lotem is doing and the, how their leadership continues to grow that section of the organization. It really is remarkable, and they have a tremendous amount to be proud of. So h- how did you first get involved with JNF? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have been involved in the Jewish community and with my synagogue and philanthropy for for my whole life, I'm one of those people I call the perennial joiners. If somebody <laughs> says, will you, I say yes before the rest of the words come out of their mouth. And uh, uh, I have a very good friend here, Lauren Lizerbram, and her husband, Saul, and they've been involved with JNF for a million years, and actually Saul's going to be the next national president of, of JNF. Wow. And uh, they had asked me multiple times to be on the board here in San Diego, and I said multiple times no, and then one day I said yes. Um, it was because I was so busy. And uh, I came to the National Conference for the first time in Cincinnati, and it's kind of like drinking the Kool-Aid. You know, you always think that JNF is the little blue boxes and it's trees, and you don't realize the breadth and scope of what JNF really does. And I was one of those people uh, until I got a really clear picture and got on the board and uh, really knew that JNF as I like to put it, um, touches the lives of every Israeli from the moment they wake up in the morning until the moment they close their eyes to go to sleep at night. Uh, There is so much that JNF does uh, to help people in Israel so that they can really just take care of of everything else in their lives because they've had so much to deal with since their inception of the country. Uh, Myra Chak Fleischer is with us. Yeah, well said. There's no question about it. In fact, I was thinking about it yesterday being there 
for the Independence Day celebrations, not only uh, you know the lives of uh, of Israelis and people living in Israel from morning to night, but really the 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 breadth of the entire the length and breadth of the entire country from north to south and across the entire country. It's amazing how many things they're involved with. Um, have you used this uh, opportunity of, of being in the leadership of JNF to uh, promote the fact that women need to be more involved in the area of philanthropy? You know, we have. You know, this is Women's Month, and, and truly I think that the women's campaign has changed how JNF is. Uh, I think it's about 13, 14 years ago that the women's campaign came to be, and it was long before I was involved, but it was partly because a group of women wanted to do a project that was in the Negev. And uh, at the time, they were told that, well, if you want to do that project, you go raise the money. Mm. And so they did. And that project at a kindergarten down in the Negev was what spearheaded the idea of of a uh, project called Blueprint Negev, which became an overarching theme to bring people down to the Negev because everybody lives in the center of the country. So that uh, mission or vision, shall we say, has become the overarching uh, vision of JNF to get people out of the center of the country, to build infrastructure into the Negev, to get people to live down in the 60% of the land mass. And that is what we're doing. So we fund now projects that are down in that lower part of the country so that there's infrastructure, schools, uh, housing, uh, medical centers, everything that you need to bring 300,000 people down to that area of the country. And that started about 10, 11 years ago. And now we've moved, we're going north. That's the next project is to go north. That started a few years ago to do the same for the northern part of the country. And that, I believe, really was spearheaded by a group of women who were told, if you want to fund that project, and that's where the Sapphire Society started. So women's philanthropy has changed the face, I think, of Jewish National Fund. And it really is, I think, changing the face of philanthropy. I mean, the statistics play it out, changing the face of philanthropy in America and across the world. Because um, right now, Women's grow, financial muscle is growing because women are becoming uh, more wealthy, and where they donate their dollars is very important in the world. So we're a force to be reckoned with. And we, we say. and we know the impact that women have had for thousands of years when it comes to uh, uh, the building of Israel and the land of Israel and expanding, as you've uh, indicated. And uh, that's why I said the length of Israel earlier, because now both north and south, we could say, has roots in terms of the effort to bring people in the hundreds of thousands to both areas, has roots right. in the in the uh, in the women's campaign uh, for JNF, and uh, it is women who are behind uh, the entire effort. Myra Chak Fleischer is with us live via telephone as we talk about some of the things that are happening with JNF and the women's campaign and the uh, and the incredible impact that it's having in the country as we speak. What would you say to women who are listening right now um, who are not involved with JNF, may not know much about the organization, and might frankly be thinking like they're not at a level that they could be helpful? What would you say to them at this point? You know, it doesn't matter what level you are at. The Women's Campaign starts with a donation of $360 to be part of the Women's Alliance. Every dollar that you donate to uh, JNF, we spend about 85 cents of it on Israel. Um, we are all Israel all the time. Uh, if not, I, I always say to people, if not us, then who? 
um, who is going to help Israel, uh, if not American Jews? Um, the women's campaign is a cadre of women who are very committed to Israel. We have amazing lay leaders around the country, and it has changed my life because these are women who are from every walk of life. Not all of them work. Not all of them stay at home with children. Some of them are retired. Some of them are young and are just starting out in their careers or their marriages. We have people um, from all backgrounds and walks of life, but we have a common goal. Our common goal is to help fundraise for Israel. Some are more involved than others. I'm very involved in the organization. Some just come to events occasionally or come to the national conference once a year. Some are major donors. Some are small donors. But we all have a common goal, and that brings us together. And it doesn't matter. Just it, people who make a donation feel that special affinity within Israel, and I think we as American Jews have that responsibility. There really is a role for everybody. If anybody wants to be active, they will find a role uh, certainly in this organization. The, uh, are you going to get an opportunity? I know you're there the week before Jerusalem Day. Will you have an opportunity to see what's been happening on Ammunition Hill, the JNF uh, influence on that uh, beautiful visitor's center that's just opening up on Ammunition Hill? I probably will get up there. I have a few days that I'm going to try and get around, I'm getting in touch with some of the partners that we have up at uh, the different sites. Um, hopefully I will get up to Ammunition Hill. I was there last year, and I actually dedicated – a plaque in honor of my father-in-law's uh, 90th birthday. Wow! I put oh, a plaque up so for you're, him. He's, so, so you're he's very, almost 92 now. So you're very familiar with the project. <laughs> very familiar with the project. You know, as a McCor speaker uh, and fundraiser, you you have to stay on top of all the projects, and I have to say that there are so many projects happening in Israel that even as somebody very involved uh, with the projects, I have a hard time keeping up with them. Yeah. There are so many that we do. Yeah, sometimes I think I'm good at keeping up, and I realize I'm not. Uh, Myra, let me ask you, especially as we see more and more countries around the world approaching Israel for the technology that Israel has developed, and we know when it comes to water, JNF is the backbone of, of what Israel's been able to accomplish over all these decades. As the, as the water campaign continues, we know a lot of people around the world who are supporting it. What are your thoughts as you see and hear about uh, different countries' leaderships from around the world, uh, either visiting Israel or approaching Israel for their advice and technology. You know, I I find it interesting because a lot of countries quietly go to Israel who may not vote for Israel at the uh, United Nations, and they ask for the technology and they ask for the help. And Israel always helps, no matter what. Yep. Uh, because they have to. They, you know, water is a crisis all around the world. I live in California, okay? Um, we just built our first desalinization plant, and where did we get the technology and the ideas? We got them from Israel. Uh, they went over to Israel, got the how-tos years ago, and worked with the, the people in Israel to figure out how to do this and how to build a desalinization plant in California. And so I think the entire world should look at Israel, and they do, and only a few smart countries are starting to come around now and, and get that information from Israel. Yeah, and I was surprised to hear I mean, uh, the, the, the role that Israel's had in California dealing with its drought. I mean, there, there are states in the United States, even, even some outside of California, that are literally turning to Israel to help with their own local problems. And, you know, you think that the U.S. could deal with anything on their own. They actually have to turn to Israel for assistance on this. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I know that out here that the and it wasn't even in the news media. I mean, this is stuff that I got through JNF right. and through talking to people out here because we had um, some meetings with the people who uh, run the desalinization plant. It wasn't in the news media I, I, that Israel was that involved. It was very quiet, but it happens behind the scenes. Israel doesn't take a lot of credit for any of this stuff. It just happens. May is Women's Month at the Jewish National Fund. Myra Chak Fleischer is vice pre- national vice president of Women for Israel. Women represent a huge part of the campaign here in the U.S., and they continue, uh, everybody, women, men, everybody continue to do an amazing job when it comes to supporting uh, causes and different projects that JNF continues uh, to use um, around Israel to allow different parts of Israel to flourish and different organizations and different efforts in Israel to flourish. It is really remarkable, and we look forward to uh, seeing up close and personal in just a couple of weeks some more of the JNF work in Israel when we are there for Jerusalem Day. Uh, Myra, cannot thank you enough. The work that's being done by lay leadership and those who are, are working full-time with JNF is simply remarkable, and I thank you for helping us focus on some of it today. Well, thank you, Nathan. It was a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you very much for that. More coming up on a Wednesday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM. (laughs) 